With Hashem's assistance, we're learning Baba Kama Daf Yudches, page 18. We begin at the second line, Tashima. We're bringing a proof to Rava's question. Rava wanted to know if, let's say, an animal kicked something, uh, let's say some kind of some kind of vessel, and it shot out from its foot, and then it broke elsewhere. So is that considered Tsuroros? Is that considered like a case where it kicked off some kind of stones and caused damage? And thereby Tsuros, you pay Chatsi Nezek. So is that going to be the case, or is it going to be that it's considered like a regular nezek that was caused by the original action, and therefore you pay nezek shalim the full damages? So we're trying to make a proof. Tashima would bring a proof from the following brisa. If you have these roosters that were pecking away at a rope that was attached to a pail, and the rope broke, and the pail broke, so you pay full damages. So we can deduce from here that you go after the original action because there's no other reason that you'll be paying full damages. So we see over here the tyrannical, the rooster, uh, pecked away at the rope and the koach, the force of it, so it caused the delete the pail to get broken and you see you have to pay for that. So you see that the force as a, a result of the pecking, so that goes back to the original pecking that was done and therefore it's considered that it's not sorrows, it's not considered like stones that were shot off, but rather it's considered like the original action was what caused the damage and therefore you pay full damages. So the Gemara answers, you can't prove anything. Why? So we can say that the Hizchayvah's obligation to pay, the full damages, is actually going on the rope itself and the rope was directly damaged. So the Gemara says, wait, why would you have to pay full damages for the rope? That's an unusual thing for an animal to eat or to peck away at. So therefore, whenever you have mashun, an unusual case that comes under the category of Karen, and therefore you should have to pay chatzi nezek, only half the damages. The Gemara answers the most belisha, that the case is talking about the, that it was a normal case for it to go and peck at the rope. Why? Because the rope was full of isa, of dough, and therefore an animal is always going to be looking for the food. So it was pecking away at the rope because of the dough that was on it. So therefore it's normal that's why you have to pay the full damages. Mark says, wait, you can't tell me that the damages that we're talking about are going on the rope because it says in the Brisa that the pail got damaged. And it's not necessary for us to know that according to your explanation. Rather, why is it saying that? So it's clear that in fact, the damages that we're talking about is the pail. And even though that's a secondary result of his original action, the rooster's original action, you see that there's an obligation to pay the full damages. So again, it should be a good proof. The Gemara answers, no, it's not a good proof. Really, I can tell you that it's going, it's considered like Tsuros. It's considered like something that was shot away. So why do you have to pay full damages? It's because it's simchus the Amr Tzorah Nezek Shalom Shalim. In regards to such a case, you actually pay full damages. The Mar says, wait, is simchus? If indeed it's simchus, aim a safe, we have a problem because it says in the second part of the Raisa, Nitaz Menu, if let's say shot out from it, Shavar V'nafal Akli Acher, and that pail, it fell on another vessel, Shavra, and it broke the second vessel, Allah Rishim Shalom Nezek Shalim. So for the pail, you pay full damages. In regards to the second thing that was broken, so you pay the full, you pay, I'm sorry, half the damages. And if it would be Sumchus, when does he ever hold it? You would have to pay half the damages. Why should you only have to pay half the damages for the second vessel that got broken? So Gemara says, wait, so we could say like this, well, listen, maybe Sumchus holds that there's a difference when something gets damaged by the force and by the force of a force. Because when it's a secondary force, so that, that's something that's not as direct. So maybe over there, even Sumchus would agree that you pay chasi nezek, and that's why in this, in this case, the second vessel that got destroyed, you have to pay only half the damages. The Gemara says that can't be. 
This question that Ravashi asks later on in Dafyutas, that the secondary force, according to Sumchus, is that considered like the original force? Meaning, will Sumchus hold that? In fact, you have to pay full damages for that. Oilav kikoychadami, is it not considered like the full, the, the original court, the original force? Tishadli, the lav kikoychadami. We should be able to deduce from this, it should be clear to Ravashi the answer to his own question. From this understanding, from this brisa, and the lav rabbanihi. So it must be that this brisa is in fact not Sumchus, but rather it's the rabbis. And therefore, we can deduce, in fact, that we go after the original action, meaning the original action is considered that that's what caused the later damage. So even though it's something that occurred later, it was all in, in inherent, so to speak, in the original action, and therefore, it's it's... That's why you're going to have to pay full damages, according to the rabbis. Amar Abibi Barabbais, or Abibi Barabbais says, that you can't prove anything because we could say that this Bryce is actually not talking about where it shot out and was caused damage later on and broke somewhere else, but rather, the animal, the tyrannical rooster, was running around after the dli, after the pail, and he directly caused the damage. That's why you're going to have to pay the full damages, according to Abibi Barabbais. Rav asks the following question, The half damages that you pay when your animal goes and it kicks the stones out from under its feet and causes damages, so do you pay that from the actual animal itself that caused the damage, or do you pay from a piece of land? from a piece of land. What's the halimah that you should pay from the actual animal itself? Because we never find that you have to pay half damages from a piece of land. Or perhaps no, that you will actually pay from a piece of land. Why? Because we never find a case which is a normal case, right? This case, so the animal is walking along and it's kicking up stones. It's normal for an animal to walk along and kick up stones. So that's a normal case. But despite that fact, we pay half the damages because of a halacha Sinai. So, but we never find a case where you're paying normally that you pay from the actual animal itself. So maybe there you should pay from a piece of land. Tashimah, the Gemara tries to bring a proof. When an animal, a rooster, is dancing around and it causes damage, so according to one shita, so it's not considered mu'ad. And according to a different shita, it is considered mu'ad. So what are we talking about? Does it mean that it literally caused damage while it was dancing? That would be obvious. You would pay full damages. And the lav hidus vihitis. But rather the cases where it was dancing around and it shot out some stones from its feet and caused damage. Ubahab cometh again. This is what they're arguing about. They're not arguing about whether you pay half the damages or full damages, but rather like this mandamar in a muad, the one who says that it's not muad means it's not considered like a regular case of muad, cause suffer miku from because he holds that you pay from the actual body of the animal that caused damage. And therefore, it's like the first sad, the first side of Rabbis Shiloh. Umand Amar Muad, and the one who says that indeed it is considered Muad, this doesn't mean that you pay full damages, because Savarme Ahliya Mashalim, you also pay half the damages, but like a Muad, pays from a piece of land, so so too over here you're going to pay from a piece of land. And therefore Rabbi Shaila would actually be a Machlokes Tanaim. Gemara answers, it's not a good proof, but please do the Simchas Darabon Kamifligi, because we could just as well say that the argument here has to do with whether you pay half the damages or the full damages, and this argument is the same argument as Simchas and the Rabbis. Now the Gemara tries to offer a different possible answer to Rav's question whether or not you pay Chatzin as Ektsuros, these half damages from the goof, from the body of the animal, or from a piece of land. Tashima. Let's bring a proof. A dog that took a cookie, or a piece of cake, that was normally cooked on coals, and he took it and he walked over to a haystack, and he ate the piece of cake, and there was a coal that was still attached to the piece of cake, it fell off, which was the koach, as a result of the power of the dog, it lit up the haystack on fire. So the owner of the dog, for the piece of cake, so it has to pay full damages. 
for the haystack that was damaged, so he only has to pay half the damages. My timer. Why is that? Maybe it's because the case is talking about a case of Taurus where the animal, it's similar to where the animal kicked up stones and caused damage. And the Bryce says in regards to this, that this half damages that you pay, you pay from the actual body of the animal. So that would be a proof that we have it's a case of Taurus, a case of shooting off stones, you're paying half the damages, and you pay from the actual animal that caused the damage. So it's a proof to Rav's question. Gemara says, hold on a second. But Tizber, I'll ask you a question. The Rebbe Lazar, Nezek Shalem, according to Rebbe Lazar, he argues on the Brisa, and he holds that in that case, for the haystack, you're going to actually pay full damages. So this that it says that you're going to pay full damages. Do we ever find that you have to pay full damages? Over here, we're talking about a case which is a normal case of Taurus. It walked along in a normal way. It ate a piece of cake in a normal way. It shot out the coal in a normal way. Do we ever find that in the case of a normal way of Taurus, you're going to pay from the actual animal itself, even though we're talking about full damages? How are we going to understand Rabbi Lazar? So it must be we have to say that the case is totally different. This case is not a case of Urche. It's not a case that was a common, regular case, but rather the dog did something unusual with the coal. It stuck it in its mouth. It popped out of its mouth. Rabbi Lazar is like Rabbi Tarfin. Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Tarfin. He holds like Rabbi Tarfin who says that if you have an unusual case of Karen in the domain of the person who got damaged, so you pay full damages over here. And therefore, that's why, according to Rabbi Tarfin also, even though it's Karen, it's goring, and it happened the first time, you still pay from the goo, from the animal itself, even though it's full damages. And that's why Rabbi Lazar would hold that. And therefore, we cannot prove anything to our case of Ravis Shaila, which is a case which is Urche, a regular case where the animal is walking along, shoots up Tzoros stones, and causes damage. Someone says, Vilohi. It's not true. We don't have to establish the case that is talking about a case where it's Mashuna, an unusual case, and that's why you're paying Nazak Shalim the full damages from the goof of the animal, according to Rebbe Lazar. So we can say as follows My time, Why did we say that we had to say that it was Rabbi Tarfin? Because it doesn't, we never find it have to pay full damages from the goof, from the animal itself, in a normal case. Rabbi Lazar, we could say like this Rabbi Lazar holds like Sumchus, that it's considered you're paying full damages. You pay full damages for stones getting shot out. And even though you're, it's a normal case, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that whenever you have a case of Mu'ad, so actually, Mu'ad is composed of two different parts. When you're paying the full damages after, let's say, a case where it's damaged three times. So what you're paying is the half damages that you've paid until now, the first three times that the animal gored, let's say, plus another half now that it's Mu'ad. So that being the case, what we've been marviach, what we've added on, what we've gained from this, is that v'chikatani migufa, and when do we say that according to Rebbe you have to pay from the animal itself, atzad tamus, it's only for the half of the animal that you're paying like just like any other case where it gored uh, before it became mu'ad. So that half you still pay from the goof, you can still pay from the animal itself. The other half, now that it's mu'ad, you pay from the aliyah, from a piece of property, and that's why he would be saying that, and it could be, in fact, we have proof from here that according to the Tanakhama, it's a case of it's a regular case of Tzoros, a regular case where it shoots out stones, and you're paying according to the Tanakama, Chatzines, like half the damages, and you're paying from the body of the animal itself. We have a proof to Rava. So Rav Sama, the son of Rav Ashi, says to Ravina, Hold your horses. When does Rabbi Yehuda say that the Tzad Tamus, that the half, 
which is the original half that has been paying until now. So it remains there, and you only add on another half, and therefore you would theoretically pay from the goof of the animal on that half. That's only when you have a case of a tam, where it gored three times before it had to pay full damages, and then it became a muad, and now it has to pay full damages. So we add on half in the place, that part, which is the tzad tam, is the part that you have, the first half, then it remains in its original place, so to speak. Muad mitchilasa, but our case is talking about a coin to Rabbi Lazar, where the first time that it's causing damage, you're paying full damages. So according to that, Mishamisle, would he have said this thing, this concept, on your Chesam base now, 18b, would he have said this concept that the Tzad Tamos, the part that Tamos remains in his place, there never was Tamos, there never was that part that it had that it had only paid half the damages. So we're going to say like this, when we can explain the Bresa like this, that it still could be a proof. When does Rabbi Lazar say that there's a concept of paying Nezek Shalem, the full damages, for example, where it in fact had done it three times in an unusual way. That being the case, so it goes like this, and this is what they're arguing about. One holds, this is Rabbi Lazar, after the animal has done tsuroros, shot up these stones in an unusual way three times, so it becomes usual for it to shoot up tsuroros, these stones, and therefore that's why he holds that you pay the full damages. Umar savar in And the Chacham, the sages, the, the Tanakama holds, that in fact, you even if it does it three times, you're still not going to pay full damages because there's no concept of tsuroros becoming, becoming mu'ad, becoming that you're going to have to ever pay full damages. Why? Because he holds, the Tanakama holds, that once it's done it three times, so it's no better than a case of Urche, right? The first three times he did it was unusual. Now it becomes like a case of Urche, like it's regular. What happens in a case where it's regular and it's Tzoros? So even there, the rabbis hold that you pay Chatzinas, you pay half damages, just like any other case of Tzoros. That's what's happened over here. Now what have we gained? What we've gained with this is now you have the Tzad Tamos. You have that, according to Rebbe Lazar, that it's happened three times, and the first three times, so you only had to pay half the damages. The fourth time now it becomes muad and you pay full damages but the half, the original half that you've been paying until now remains in its place and that's why you can pay me gufo. So that's why, in fact, there will be a proof according to the Tanakama, you're still paying me gufo and it can be a proof according to Rava that in fact, where it's uh, which is Urche, it's half damages that you're paying for when it shoots out stones, and it's Urche now that it's been done three times, so it's normal. So therefore, what we see, we see the rabbis hold, and in fact, you pay me goofy from the animal itself. Now the Gemara has an issue with this as well. So the question that Rava asks, Rava himself asks whether or not there's a concept of becoming muad in regards to tzuris, doing it unusually three times, and then becoming muad and having to pay full damages or not, according to the rabbis, then you can't. According to Rabbi Lazar, there is meaning. Rava's question is a machlogus, it's an argument again between the Tanakam and Rabbi Lazar. So Amr Lecha Rava, so Ravis can explain like this, Kimi Boyali, the DD, when is my question? Ali Bidirabanan. According to the rabbis, the Pligali, the Sumchus, will argue on Sumchus. Meaning, according to the rabbis, who, who say that you pay half damages, so then you're going to have to ask a question whether or not if you've done it three times, it can become Muad and now you're going to pay full damages. According to Sumchus, so there's no question, right? Aval Hacha, but in this Brisa, Bein Rabbanan, Bein Rabbelezer, whether the rabbis or Rabbelezer, kiss Sumchus, they both hold like Sumchus that you pay full damages. Therefore, the question is a moot point, according to them. The Amr Tzuris Nizik Shalim Mishalim, who says that you pay full damages for Tzuris. The time in my Amr Rabban Chatzin Nezik Deshani Ayid. So why do the rabbis say that we're talking about over here that you're going to have 
have to pay half the damages. I, they hold like Simchas who says you pay full damages. Because we're talking about, explains Rashi, we're talking about the first time that it caused damage. The first time that it caused damage, it did it in an unusual way. So therefore, according to the rabbis, it no longer is considered a tolda, a subcategory of regal, which is normal, but rather it's a subcategory of karen, of goring. It's unusual, and therefore you're going to pay chatzin nezek, just like by goring, you're going to pay half the damages. And they're arguing about the argument of Rabbi Tarfan and the rabbis. Rabbi Tarfan holds, when you have a case of an unusual goring, that's done in the chatzar hanizek, in the domain of the person who got damaged, so you pay full damages, like we said earlier. And at this point in the Gemara, so we're ready to say that Rabbi Lazar holds like Bitarfin that that's why you pay full damages even though it's an unusual case and the Tanakama holds it like the rabbis that you in fact pay only Chatzin Nezek and therefore according to Rava so this price actually has nothing to do with Rava's questions at all now the Gemara asks all we know that Rabbi Tarfin says is that you have to pay full damages did we ever hear that Rabbi Tarfin holds that you pay from the actual animal itself in the Gemara says yes where do we learn it out from? Meaning, where do we learn out the concept, according to Rabbi Tarfin, that you're going to pay full damages? So we learn it out from Karen, the concept of Karen, that you're paying in the Rishus HaRabim, in the, in the public domain. So if we're learning it out from Karen, to teach you that in, in the Chatzar HaNizok, you also have to pay, so it should be no better than, than Karen in Rishus HaRabim, where an animal gores in the public domain, so you pay from the animal itself. It shouldn't be any better than that. Where says, wait, Rabbi Tarfin, let's Leslie Dayoi. Rabbi Tarfin himself doesn't hold of Dayoi. That's how he gets from Chatzin as a cat of damages to full damages in the, in the, in the Rishus Hanizok, in the, in the domain of the person who got damaged. So the Gemara says, Ki Leslie Dayoi. When does he hold that you don't say Dayoi? And we say that you can learn out to a greater thing. Even though you're paying, by carrying, you're paying half the damages in Rishus Harabim in the, in the public domain. And you're going to pay full damages in the private domain. How can we say that as a Kabachom? We say a, a, a logical derivation and we say a greater thing to the thing that we're learning out from. How do we do that? That's Hechadim if a Kabachomer. That's where we. If we wouldn't have the logical derivation, we wouldn't need the logical derivation to teach us anything because we already would know the halacha that in a private domain you have to pay half the damages. So what's the kavachomer? What's the uh, logical derivation coming to teach us? Something extra, which is that you have to pay the full damages. Hecha the limit for kavachomer, but where we don't need the kavachomer at all, islay dayos. And you would hold that in fact we do say daya. Why? Because since we already have a purpose for the kavachomer, the logical derivation teaches us that not only do you pay chatzin as you pay full nezek in the when the damage takes place in the person, in the domain of the person who got damaged. So once that's the limit already, so then we can say daya. We can say that there's a limit on it that we can only learn out as much as we have in rishus arav in rishus arav in the public domain. You pay me gufo. You pay from the actual animal itself. So to rishus ayachid, even according to bitarfin, you're going to pay also only me gufo from the body itself. The Gemara continues, Gufa. We said previously, by Rav, Rav asked the following question, Yesh had In the case where you're paying half the damages, and it, and it went three times that it caused this type of damage, so is it going to pay full damages now or not? Like Karen Medaminale, do we consider it to be like Karen? A uh, normal case of goring, so it does it three times, and then and then after that, so it's it's going to pay full damages. So we'll say the same thing over here. Oidilma told the regal who, or perhaps no, this is a subcategory of regal, and regal doesn't matter if you did it three times, it doesn't matter if you did it a hundred times, you always pay the same amount, and therefore over here also by Chatzinezek, even though it's only half the damage, you're still going to pay, even if it's done it a hundred times, you'll only pay half the amount. Tashma, we try to bring a proof from the following. Hidus, in a case where the, the Tarnagal, the rooster is dancing around and causes damage, 
So according to the Tanakhama, so it's not Mu'ad. Yeshamim HaRezim, whether those who say it is. Hidasak HaDaizach doesn't mean literally a case where it's dancing around, so then everyone agree that uh, there's an obligation to pay full damages right away. Elahidus, the hit is the case, it's Toros. My love keep going, the Avad Zimni. Perhaps the cases where it did it three times, and this is what they're arguing about. Marasav Yeshada, the Tanabasar holds that it can become Mu'ad after doing it three times, you're going to pay full damages. Marasav Yeshada, and the Tanakhama holds that no, even if it did it three times, it can't become Mu'ad, you never pay full damages, you only pay half. Mar says, Loi, it's not true, you can't prove anything. Bechad Zimna, we could say that it's one time, and the argument again is the argument of Sunchas and the rabbis in a singular case where they pay full damages or half damages. The Gemara continues, Perhaps we can bring a proof from the following case. An animal that released its excrement upon some dough. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, This is a machlokis, a moraim. Machlokis between rabbis in the Gemara. So Rav Yehuda says you have to pay full damages for this. Rav Lezer, Rav Lezer says, You only have to pay half the damages. My love, perhaps the case is, you're going to Ovad where it did it three times. And this is their argument. The one who says that you have to pay full damages, which is Rav Yehuda, that's because he holds that you can once you did it three times so this is a case of Tzoros the Gemara's Havamina is it's a case of Tzoros where it's shot out it's like where you shot out stones from its feet and therefore he holds that if it did it three times it can become wood you have to pay full damages and the other one holds that no it can't even if it did it three times you don't have to pay full damages so we could say that it did it one time and they're arguing about the argument of Sumchas and the Rabbis the Gemara says this is an unusual case so how could you say that it involves the Machlokas the argument between the Sumchas and the Rabbis, the Gemara answers, it's not unusual. The Dachi lay alma. The animal had to go to the bathroom very badly, and therefore it released the excrement, and it's not unusual. Why doesn't Yehuda say he's an Amoros? So he should have said the halach is like Simchus, and Rabbi Lezer should say the halach is like the Rabbanon. The Gemara answers, We need to tell you this case of excrement, because we would have thought to say, since this is something that comes out of the body, so that's considered like the body itself. That's what's coming to teach us that no, this is no different than a regular case of Tzoros and therefore it does involve the Machalikas of the Sumchas and the Rabbanon. Toshama, let's try to bring a different proof. To Tani Rabbi Yechezkel, Rabbi Yechezkel said as follows from a Raisa. Tarnagal Shehoshit Roshoi La'avir Klizuchuchis If a rooster stuck its head into the airspace of a, of a glass vessel V'takaboi and made a loud noise in it V'shavroi and it broke that vessel Mashal Nezik Shalom So the owner of the rooster has to pay full damages. V'amar Rav Yosef Ami Be'i Rav Rav Yosef said that they said in the yeshiva of Rav Sus Shetzonaf a horse that and a uh, mule that brayed and they broke the kalim, the vessels Rosham Chatzinezik has to pay half damages my love perhaps the case is going to Ovad Tlasazimni we did it three times and this is what they're arguing about that there's an argument here whether or not there's a concept of does it three times here again it's kocho it's a result of something that he did so, so perhaps the argument is if you did it three times whether it gets into the concept of becoming Nezek Shalem, full damages or not. So the Gemara answers, no. Like Chadzim, there really it's one time, but plucked to the Sumchas Virabana Kamiflegi. And they're arguing about the argument of Sumchas and the Rabbis. For Hamashun, who the Gemara says, this is an unusual case for, for an animal to stick its head inside of a vessel and to break it with the noise of its voice. That's unusual. Gemara answers, the Isve Bizrani. This is not so unusual because the case is talking about where there are seeds or food of some sort that's inside of the vessel, and therefore it's not unusual for an animal to stick its head where there's food that it will want to eat, and therefore it's not unusual for it to break that clear that glass vessel.